Hi, welcome to another episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host. Have you ever thought about changing your perspective? You know, sometimes when you change your perspective, you can change your life. Today, I'm chatting with children's book author Rebecca Machovich. She's the author of Guy and the Lion. Listen to the reasoning behind her books and how sometimes stereotypes don't always hold true. And then when you look at things from a different perspective, your thoughts can change. So you know what I need you to do? Start listening. another edition of chats from the blog cabin today i'm joined by children's author rebecca and she has the cutest little book i don't know if you can see it guyan guyan the lion i said it right that time <laughs> rebecca why don't you introduce yourself hi i'm rebecca Machovich, and i am a southern gal myself i was born and raised in memphis tennessee and actually went to school in north carolina and um, moved to Colorado almost 20 years ago. And so I've been out, I've been here for quite a bit. Uh, I have also been married for 20 years. My husband has this habit of introducing me as his current wife. So I'm not <laughs> sure what that means, but uh, so far he's kept me around, which is nice. Um, I have three kids. I've got a 13, 12 and 10 year old, two boys and a girl in that order. And I am a working mom. I work for a family business, my family's business back in Tennessee. And, you know, honestly, I love meeting new people. So today is a true pleasure for me. So thanks so much again for having me. Um, and I love hearing when I meet new people, I love hearing their stories. I love to travel. I love just all kinds of new experiences. So that's probably a little bit about me. Wow. Um, so where did you go to school in North Carolina? Went to Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, up near where my daughter goes to school at. My daughter goes to UNC Greensboro right now. Oh, and perfect. Yeah. From there. So, so I, have three, I have three kids, but they're three girls, not three, not two boys. Nope. Never blessed with any boys. So, well, I will tell you, um, you are, you are amazing to have three girls because my one girl who is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, is a challenge at times too. So it's all, it's, there are days where I'm like three might be one too many and it all depends on the day as to which one might be the too many part. And she hasn't hit teenage years yet, has she? Uh, she I felt like she had teenage, teenage years around four or five years old. So, <laughs> and she's 10. So we're, 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 we're in the middle of it. Just you wait. <laughs> I'll come back to you for some advice. Yeah, my youngest just turned 18. So, but I had two that were teenagers at the same time. So, Whew. wow. So. Yeah. That's amazing. 
That's great. So let's talk a little bit about Gaian, the, okay. the reason behind the book. Yeah. So uh, my oldest son is who I mentioned, he's 13. Um, he also happens to have Down syndrome. And I say it that way um, in the fact that he's like Down syndrome doesn't define him. And for us, you know, he is a super cat, compassionate, kind, and honestly, probably one of the funnier people in my life. And, you know, the, the struggle we find is that people see him and they see Down syndrome and they don't realize um, they have a hard time getting past the Down syndrome and they have a hard time kind of getting to know him for him. And I think that's the judgment around people starts at such a young age. And so my hope was with this book or with a children's book in general, that you would be able to, um, we would be able to make an impact on a child at a really young age and hopefully get them to be more open-minded, if you will. And if this book is actually really great right now for what's happening in the country as well. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I definitely think the message is relevant and, you know, the world's made up of a bunch of people who look differently and think differently, but at the end of the day, we're all human. And I think if you can get past the, uh, someone's exterior, just how they look, you're going to find that, um, that person will probably offer you so much more and that they'll enrich your life in such a way that'll add value. And I, and the only way to get there is to be open-minded. And so you can't make assumptions about who people are and what they think. And so, yeah, I, I do think the book is very relevant for today and what we're facing. I'm just going to read the little thing on the little blurb on the back. Oh, sure. It says, Guyan has a fantastical interpretation of the world and wants to share his view with his best friend, Ray. When Ray doesn't see things from his perspective, he tries again and again to no avail. But when Ray finally catches on, magic happens. Take a peek inside to explore a new way to look at the world. And I love how it shows um, Ray trying to struggle with coming up with um, Guyan's perspective. You know, how he's right, right. to see it. Um, the whole, yeah, I mean, the whole book, she's, she is, uh, she's frustrated because she can't, she's like, who is, who's this person? Like, or who's this animal? Who's my friend? Like, what's he thinking? What, like, how does he see all this magical things and just this boring everyday moment? Um, but it's, you know, at the end, obviously she kind of, she tries a little bit harder to see things from his perspective and she's blown away with what, um, what she finds. Now, did your children give you input when you were writing the book? You know, um, they, I will say they're definitely more of an inspiration for me. And they're, they're, do you mind? They're going to, yeah, I told you I did not. Perfect timing. They just were walking in. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's fine. Just come in. Yeah. All right. They're coming by really fast. You'll get to meet. Uh, this is Ray and this is Hoke. Can you say hi? This is Ms. Oh, so um, Hoke is Hoke was our hippo, and Ray is our bush baby. Oh, that's so cool! And uh, Melissa was just asking if you guys helped with the book, and I was just about to say, you know, we talked about the book a lot. Oh, here comes G we call him G Man. Come here, G. Hello. You had to get over a little bit. Hello. Hi. Can you say hi? That's Miss Melissa. 
Bye. These guys are um, about to go do some chores, uh, go mow, mow the lawn, pick up poop, and do some other things. But before they left, I just wanted them to come by and say, hey. But what I just to finish that statement was I think for like with the book, you know, a lot of it was reading the story to them and getting some feedback from them on the um, on the storyline. So they were definitely a ter terrific help on it all. Do you mind if I ask them a question? Oh, sure. How do you, how do you feel about having your name in your mom's book? I think, it's cool. I think it's cool. You think it's cool? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What do you think, guy? Do you like having a book? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that really? smile. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> yeah, he's so guy and guy and definitely adopted guy and the lion early on. Like he he call it, he'll refer to himself as guy and the lion, right? Sometimes. Yeah. So is is the lion your favorite character? Yeah. Good. All right. Thank y'all. Bye. 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 Thank you guys for joining us. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. I love that. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Well, they're. Uh, I mean, it's summer, so they are home. But uh, they've they've been home for a long time now. So my goodness, we've we've spent a lot of family time. So what what was your intention besides changing the perspective of people in your book? The intention with the book, uh, okay. you know. I think for me, I mean, really, again, it's about, um, it is really about getting people to be open-minded. And I, you know, I, when Guy was born, I, we didn't know in advance that he was going to have Down syndrome. And so when he was born, uh, my husband actually told me, and I was kind of shocked and, uh, and really scared. But the scary part was because down syndrome to me was an unknown and often the unknown is just scary. And, you know, when we, when we started learning and honestly, just as he's grown, he's 13, like he's, he's his own person. And I, I think for me, it was really eye opening these last 13 years, having him in my life. Like I was wrong. I mean, I, I made assumptions. I make assumptions every day about him and he surprises me every day. And I think he is, you know, he'll, he'll say things that I'm like, that just came out of your mouth. Like I would have, like, I would have expected it from his brother or sister, but he's saying it. And so for me, um, again, it's just about, it's, it is about being open-minded and helping people and being kind. And I, I don't know, there's just, there's probably a million things I want with this, uh, with this book and, and, you know, hopefully more books in the future. I mean, that's, that's our intent too. But we want to make the world a better place and the world becomes a better place when we're accepting of all people. Now, do you think you'll ever write a book that is based with a character that has Down syndrome in it or no? I don't know. You know, um, maybe I, I would never rule anything out by any means. Um, I, I think there's a it's, a it's a great question, actually. I hadn't the answer. To, the honest answer to that is I haven't thought about it yet, but it's certainly worth considering for sure. Yeah. Um, there is a blogger that I follow, Deanna Smith, and she's everything in it. Anything, anything and everything from Essex and her oldest daughter also has Down syndrome and she's got four other kids. 
and she actually wrote two books that were more of an adult book that had characters in it the children had down syndrome and just showed how you know it's it's not as the stigma isn't as bad as what they think it is right right well and you know you got you just met hoke and uh both hoke and ray but hoke will tell you that guy's his best friend that he's there for him and that he is um like he's a true support for him and i think that's just it's been really really um incredible and such a blessing for us to watch the kids all be together Okay, we have a comment from Bill. He says, I have gotten the book and it's so well written with a positive message and the illustrations are absolutely beautiful and they are beautiful. Yes, Milena Korkova is the illustrator and she deserves so much credit around this book and she's she was amazing. So, and thanks, thank you, Bill, for your comments. I um, appreciate those very much. Um, so how did you hook up with your illustrator then? Well, that's a great question too. So. I, there's I have two women that I work with on this book. One is Rachel and one is Melena. And I part of the family business is um, I was part of a, a network group and I met a gentleman and was just talking because I like to talk. And he was he mentioned, oh, gosh, you should meet my wife. She's she does consulting work in the um, book world. And so I met her and that's Rachel. And Rachel introduced me to uh, Melena. And so we worked together on uh, bringing this book to life. How long did it take you to write the book? Um, you know, there was a lot, a lot, a lot of conversation around this book. And I will tell you that it was about, probably about a year to a year and a half um, before it came to life. And, oh, yeah, I... I have to say, I'm really proud of this website, partially because I had nothing to do with it other than just <laughs> the, the team really did it. Um, but it is, I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm watching the screen. I'm, this is fun to watch. Um, but, uh, but it was probably about a year and a half. It was a lot of conversation around how we wanted to approach it, what was the right perspective, and not to overuse that word, um, but what was the right perspective to take to get our message across? And then, uh, and then, uh, we went from there. I, I can't help but love that little lion's face. It's so cute. I, it's adorable. Yes. And our grumpy little bush baby mm -hmm. uh, cracks me up. Is there a reason why it's like a rainbow color for his mane or? Well, yeah, you know, because it's different. Um, rainbow colored lions are not something that you would, that's not a normal thing you'd find in, in nature. And, I, I think it was just to, again, to make him, make him be different, help him stand out. And I think for me, the, the world is a, is a beautiful place because of all the color in the world. And it's a little bit of a representation there too. We're all different and beautifully so. Do you have any other book ideas coming in your, bopping around in your head? Yeah. yeah well, that's fair. I, you know, We've talked a little bit about, you know, I think about my kids. I think about some of the challenges that they face. And so those are probably where some of that inspiration will come from. You know, everybody, we all have anxiety and have concerns around uh, uh, being, being a leader, if you will. And so how do you, how do you build confidence in someone and how do you 
accept the fact that you might be anxious, but it's okay to be anxious because sometimes that's, you need that anxiety, but how do you kind of help keep it in control? And so nothing, we don't, we have not put together anything on it, but just to give you a, a little bit of a snapshot in my brain about some of those ideas for the future, it's just helping people think through um, maybe some problem areas, if you will. And how does your daughter feel growing up being the youngest of three, but also only having two brothers and just being the only girl? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, for a very, not for a long time, but for a little bit of time, she would only wear their clothes. Um, and so she was, she was just one of the boys, uh, which is all good. I mean, I don't, I don't have a, I don't actually care. I, I, and I enjoyed the, um, the non pink phase that we went through. Um, but you know, she's, I think she's good. She's rough and tumble. She, she's also a complainer and high drama. Um, but <laughs> this is my daughter who, uh, broke a finger and about a month after it was broken for that, for those four weeks, we didn't know it was broken. And so my husband was pulling on it. I think it was just a jammed finger and she was amazing. And about a month into it, we noticed it was starting to be a little crooked and I'm like, God, we probably should take her to the doctor and check this thing out. So we did and learned it was broken and it was healing incorrectly. So we had to re-break it and go through it all. But she's, she was tough, man. She was amazing. Now we have another comment from Kelly. My son absolutely loves this book. Wonderful message. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. So it's just, see how you're touching when you started writing this book, did you think you were going to touch this many lives and how wonderfully it was written? You know, how about this? I, my goal was to impact people. My goal is to, and I want to make this world a better place. I mean, that is a mission of mine. And, uh, you know, I, I want people to feel included and accepted and seen. And if I can help younger people, keep those open, keep their minds open for a longer period of time than they might normally, then I feel like I've made an impact on this world and have left it a uh, better place. Um, and I, you know, just a quick comment on that too is, you know, I do feel like kids, you know, we're, we start out where you are accepting of every single thing around you and there is no judgment. It's just as we get a little bit older that we start judging every, you know, you judge a situation, you judge a person. And, you know, my, my hope was with the book is that if you start them early and get them to kind of keep those minds open for longer, you might stretch it out where they don't judge as much. And again, that's just, a, that's a big goal of mine for this, for this book, or even for um, the series that we plan for the future. Um, do you see it maybe being in a curriculum somewhere in schools? That's a beautiful question. Thank you. I, and I, I know you're, you've got that uh, teacher background. So I, and for sure, I mean, I would, I would absolutely love it if there was a way to get this in to a school curriculum, because, you know, it's about kindness, right? At the end of the day, if you have an open mind, it is about kindness and being accepting of others. And uh, our world needs Obviously, if you look around the world, we need a lot more of that today. Um, so yes, if we could get it into school curriculum, it'd be—I think it'd be phenomenal in terms of the impact on 
um, on others. So your book has been out since May. Do you know what the sales have been on it yet? You, so if Rachel were here, we could ask her. Um, <laughs> so I apologize. I have not, uh, I rely on her for some of that stuff. So I, I don't know myself, um, but it's, you know, it's, it's a new book and I'm a, I'm a newer name. No one knows me. So it's definitely been a slow run, but that's okay. Like I, it's just about, we need some time and uh, get some more eyes and ears on it. So we're, we've, we've got some plans for a video and doing some, you know, getting some other avenues for it. And, and honestly, this is amazing. As I shared with you before we started, like just being able to talk to you today is phenomenal. And I just can't thank you enough for sharing your uh, platform with us for it. I'm always about trying to share things that are going to educate people and also about sharing things from different perspectives and that you, your book hit both boxes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yay. Good. That's awesome. Now, did you start out wanting to be a writer or did it just kind of just idea just fell on your lap? You know what? Never like now. And being an author, I, so I was a math major in undergrad and and I, so I, I, I love numbers and all this. And then as I got into my work career, I moved into marketing and I loved the creative side of things. There's a period of time where like every year I was doing a, a new craft, whether it was making jewelry, making soap, making candles, all those kinds of things. Um, and then, uh, so for me, the, the writing was not something that I that came naturally at first, but I, once I decided I wanted to do a book, I was like, this is great. Like, I, I think this could be a real platform, but it wasn't until after Guyan was born that a book was even a consideration. And then, I, you know, I attended several uh, writing conferences for, for children's books, for picture books. And it's just a different way to write. It, it's more concise. It's, you know, uh, it's not these big flowery words because you, you've got to know your audience. Um, but it's been fun. It's, it's been, it's been an adventure all on its own for me. And it's, it's been incredible. Now I see it's only available in hardcover. Would you consider doing it on Kindle? Yes. Oh, I'm glad you said so Kindle and I want to do audible too. Okay. Um, for, and I, actually, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because one, I was, we were talking, uh, last week with my team and one thing if we want to be about different perspectives, I think we need to be accessible to everyone. And, you know, I, so for those who are, um, whose eyesight might be impaired, like an audible version is amazing. Or you, if you can't read even, just be able to listen to it. So we definitely have um, more options are coming. Uh, so that great example of just new avenues for us to explore. I love how you're trying to do different perspectives as far as getting the book out to everybody too. A braille copy, is there a braille copy maybe in the works? I have thought about it, but I, I again, honesty here, I, I, don't, I don't know what that looks like, but I would certainly be open to exploring something along those lines because I think it would be, it fits for what we're trying to accomplish for sure. So walk me through the first time you actually held your book in your hand. How are you feeling? I mean, this is an unexpected question, but it just came to me because I always like to know how other people are feeling when they see their work out. I, you know what? I, I wish I could. 
I was looking for my phone, but I turned it off. I forgot. Um, I because I took a self I took a selfie with it because I was so proud. Um, I so Rachel had gotten a copy and she uh, dropped it off at the house, and I was I, I, like, I I am so proud of this book and this what this team has put together. Um, it really it is it is beyond my wildest dreams, and I am so. Like I said, I'm just very proud of how it all came together. So yeah, I, I as soon as I got it, I was taking a selfie and I started sending it to all my family. So they they were uh, they were appreciative of the the inside look. My whole family lives in Tennessee, so for me, um, texting, zooms, and all that it, that's how we get to communicate on a more regular basis these days. So do you, how are you distributing your books? How are you getting them out there? Is it just basically right now on Amazon or are you speaking anywhere? Of course, COVID-19 has kind of like the speaking engagements have kind of. Right. Yeah. So right. So right now it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's online right now. Um, I mean, I think the goal would be if once things open up and then safely to do so, um, you know, there's conferences to, we could attend or, and I say we, cause I like to, Talk, think about my team as a as a whole because Milena and Rachel both are just so instrumental in helping me put this all together. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I think speaking for sure, I'd love to do that, and even speaking to kids, right? Just to talk to them about um, this, and we've got connections. My husband runs a nonprofit uh, that supports those with Down syndrome, families with Down syndrome, and self advocates as well, and you know, just working with all kinds of uh, individuals and organizations would be fantastic. So no book tour? Uh, yeah, I think a book tour would be fantastic. Yes, for sure. I, I think it's just, we have to wait and see how the, how everything um, falls, this falls into place this fall. Now I know some of the, um, some of the children that have Down syndrome have a weakened immune system. Do you worry about that with your son as far as COVID-19 or is it like? Yes. I mean, it's an unknown for sure. I, I will say, I think he has like, just again, by 13, we've had a pretty good um, handle on how his immune system is. Um, certainly it's, a, it's always in the back of our mind that maybe we just don't know everything, but when I've had it, when Hoke or Ray had gotten sick, whether it's strep or flu, there've been times where he won't get it. So it makes me feel like his, he's got a stronger immune system than um, what we maybe originally thought it was. Well, that's awesome then. Because yeah. that's, that's one thing you don't want, ever want to live in fear. And I love that you're raising your son and your daughter, your sons yeah. and your daughters not to live in fear and to accept everybody. Cause that's what we really need. Yeah, for sure. And I, and just given, give them life experiences is our like normal life experiences. Um, and you know, while, and as I said, kind of the beginning, while Guyan has Down syndrome, it doesn't define him. So we operate as a family very much as if he doesn't have Down syndrome. And that doesn't mean we don't make accommodations for certain things, but you know, the expectation is he's showering himself every night. He's brushing his teeth and you call him out when he doesn't do it. And yes, you got to empty the dishwasher. And like, he's just there. They, we try to have the same expectations for everybody in this house. So if he gets in trouble, he gets, he gets punished just like the other two. Yes. And listen, he's 13. He acts like he's 13. He's a, <laughs> sass he's a total sassafras. Um, he will say stuff. And I, I'm like, what did you just, 
me? You just talk to me that way? Um, no, no, you can go to your room and have, have some time by yourself if you need to. So yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's not my troublemaker, but he does make trouble every once in a while. I love that. I love that they actually came on so we can see them. We can see yeah. the behind the characters. That is so cool. I did not know that the other two characters in the book were named after your other two children. Oh, yes. Well, that's, uh, yes. And then Wilson the giraffe is my niece. Oh. And then Olivia the ostrich is my other niece. And so I've I've got to write more books because I have to get all of my other nieces and nephews in the books at some point. So, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> uh oh. So that means yeah. how many books down the road? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might be one book with a really big page of everybody. But um, you, can do that. you can do that. Be like a Dr. Seuss book with all the names <laughs> on one page and then be done with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Any jealousy or any questions? Or why wasn't my name in the book? No, thankfully. At least I had enough for all the my own kids, and I have um, I I my I haven't heard anything from my siblings from their kids that they're upset they weren't in it. But I they may be guarding me against those comments and hoping that I'll just prove them right that I'll do another one with them in it. So, but there's there's a, I love my family. I love my nephews and nieces, and um, would love to get them all a character at some point in time. It'd be a fun a fun adventure for me too. So do you think you'll work with the illustrator again on another book? A hundred percent. I can't. She's she's phenomenal. Um, as you, I mean, you can see the product of her work. I mean, it's amazing. And I can't imagine not working with her on any future ones. Now, I know I have a couple of viewers that are like potential authors and writers. Sure. Um, and they were asking questions. They were asking me a question the other day that if I had a chance to talk, if I had time to ask you, if you don't mind. How did you go about, did you have to put up money up front to publish your book or how did you go about contacting the publisher? I know you have that one lady that you said you were working with, but. Yeah. Yeah. So this is self-published. So it is, um, you know, that is a, a challenge, if you will. I mean, it, there is a financial piece to this. Um, so I did. Um, yeah. So we had to, we had to, I had to have to pay up front for it. And my hope is that, um, over the long haul, it'll, you know, we'll get our money back and then we'll be able to do another printed edition of this. But it's, I will say it's an eye-opening, it's been an eye-opening experience about how difficult it is because writing the book to some extent is the easy part. Mm -hmm. It's the marketing and distribution that becomes a bit of a challenge. And honestly, Melissa, if you wanted me to talk to any of your people I'm ha offline, I'm happy to do that too. That's an easy conversation to have. Okay. Thank you so much for that. I mean, yeah, there's several of my friends, like I said, that are like, one, one has actually written books, but she's self-published, but she's only published them on Kindle for Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a, that's a, it's a, uh, it seems like it'd be a great way to do it because you don't have the cost of the printing and you can get a gauge of interest. And then if you have enough interest, you can go and um, print. I think for me personally, it just, I really wanted I, I am, I am a child of the seventies. So I like this Kindle stuff is I'm just now getting, I love having a book in my hand and just being able to um, flip the pages myself. So I I'm, I'm very old school in that way, but that's, that's me. 
I'm the same way. It's plus the smell of a book too. Nothing replaces the smell of a book, especially when a, a brand new book is just coming out. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> that's great. I do. I like that too. So is there anything else you want to share? No, I mean, I, um, certainly open, like I said, to your, to your friends, if I, to help in terms of that, but no, in terms of the book, I, it is, it is, this is a passion project for me. And as you, you know, you got to meet the real guy in and the real inspiration behind this. And, uh, it is about just making this world a better place. Cause we can, we can do it. We're, we're capable of doing it just with a little bit of effort and, you know, I'm not perfect. I, my kids will for sure tell you I'm not perfect, but I think if we're aware and we practice, a, you know, being more open-minded and being more accepting, um, we will truly make this place, uh, our world, just a much better place, but it's going to take some effort to get there. And, um, you know, I would love for us to increase our sales through this and get some people to buy the books and share them because that's part of it. It's just sharing the message. Now, I told you before we talked that I'm actually going to afford this book to the Partnership for Children in here in Wayne County because they give each child that comes in a new book. So this is going to go in the hands of a child. I love it. And I appreciate that. And that's then that's it is making sure um, that everybody gets an opportunity to read it. And my last comment would be on this is for I have while my inspiration was a child with Down syndrome and all that, this message really is for kind of our general population, right? It's for all the people who don't think they're different. And it's making sure they realize like, you may not think you're different, but, and that's okay if you don't, but be open and willing to talk to somebody who is different from you. Now I do have to ask you a question because Guyan is such a unusual name. Where did yeah. that one come from? So my husband, who's also from North Carolina, he went, he's from Norwood, uh, just outside Charlotte. Okay. Uh, he's got, he had a great grandfather who was Alexander Hoke Guyon. So two of my kids came from that side of the family. And uh, so, yeah, it's an old family name on my husband's side. That is so cool. I love how you pass down family names and people give last names as first names. That's so cool. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, we have a lot of family names in our, in our broader family too. So yeah. So it's a big, like, we like the tradition of it as well. Okay. So tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Sure. Um, on social media, we're on Facebook and we are at uh, guy in the lion. And then on um, Instagram, it's guy in the lion book. And on Pinterest, we, gosh, I, Pinterest, I think is guy in the, yeah, sorry. Thank you. Guy in the lion. Sorry. I, forget, I just was, I started blinking. Um, guy in the lion. And then we have our website, which is guy in the lion, um, as well. And you can either buy your books directly from the website or on Amazon. Or Amazon or yes. Or on Amazon as well. For sure. Both of those places. And hopefully in a store in the future, that'll be our, that's another goal of ours get some broader distribution. So we'll see. We'll keep you posted. Yeah. I'm, I would love to see this one day walking in a bookstore and see it and say, I interviewed her. Yes, me too. I'd love it as well. 
Right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I mean, honestly, Melissa, such a privilege and honor to be here. And just again, thank you so much for sharing your platform um, for our message today. It's been awesome. I loved it. All right, guys. See you back again later. Bye. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Chats in the Vlog Cabin. I really enjoy chatting with Rebecca, and I also love that her children pop in to say hello. Guy and the Lion is an adorable children's book that can be purchased through Amazon. I will put the links in the show notes. Now it's my turn to ask you for help. I'm playing in a special episode of Chats in the Blog Cabin where the tables are turned and I have to answer questions. So I really need you to send me your questions. So if there's anything you would like to know about me, send them to adventuresfrugalmom at gmail.com or you can drop them on the Facebook page, Adventures of Frugal Mom, or on Instagram, at Frugal Mom, or at Chats in the Blog Cabin. That's right, Chats in the Blog Cabin has its own Instagram page now. I hope you enjoyed listening to these chats, and if there are any topics you would like me to cover, please let me know. And remember, I have turned these chats into not only this podcast, but they originally started out as Facebook Lives, and I after that I put the interviews on YouTube. So if you want to see the face behind the voice, then you want to check those out. Thank you for being part of the Chats in the Blog Cabin family because listeners are family. But remember, don't forget to subscribe to the show and to leave a rating and review. It helps me a little bit. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Be blessed. And guess what? Keep chatting.